Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to the first episode of 2023. I'm not gonna lie, I know I had a little bit of a break of the podcast over Christmas and I have missed it and I'm so freaking excited to be back. Also just wanted to wish you a happy new year year and a happy 2023. I do hope that this year brings you all of the abundance, the nourishment and the goodness your way and I hope it's the year that you want, the year that you need and I'm sending all the good vibes your way. I absolutely love a new year and I'm feeling really refreshed after a little bit of time off over Christmas. I do hope that you had a lovely Christmas. However you spent it, whatever you did, I hope you enjoyed it and you had some time to refresh and recharge for this year because let me tell you, that time to like rest and recharge is so freaking important. This is a little bit off topic but I feel like it's really important to say because I've literally been repeating it so much to um, my clients as well is that we sometimes can worry about like rest and recharging but we need to have it we cannot be consistent unless we rest you know the key to being um, and creating progress is recharging the key to being creative is having downtime the key to regularly showing up is allowing yourself to recharge your batteries so it's so important to have that and I feel like that's really important to bring on into the new year um which is something I'm going to be talking about this week I'm going to be going over how to show up this January to support your health and happiness. I'm going against the grain of what people like to tell you. I'm going against the New Year's resolutions and all of that. And I really just want to give you the truth behind what you can do to actually support your health and happiness and what's actually going to support you build into this new year. So that is what we're going to go through today. I'm so freaking excited about it. If you know me, this is just a topic that I'm so passionate about. So I'm ready to dive on in. But before I do so, I need to let you know this week's crystal. We've got some new crystals as well, by the way, coming this year because I got some for Christmas, obviously, like freaking love crystals over here. And this week I had to bring along Adventuring I know I brought it along before, but I I was just called to it because this crystal is all about, you know, that adventure, that uh, tranquility, that um, growing, moving forward, momentum, that, that really good energy. And I feel like that's what we want for the new year. That is what we want for this year, you know. It's a time to nourish ourselves, to enjoy life, to step into more freedom and more joy and I could not think of a better crystal to bring along than adventuring. And so we've got a big cluster of adventuring with us today to bring that energy to this podcast and we will get straight on in. So the first thing that I kind of want to go through and I have mentioned this quite a lot with um, some conversations that I've had with my clients and some conversations I've had in my Instagram DMs is that January, I feel, can be a time that can often be difficult. And I'm talking about this from experience as well, from like my past with um, toxic fitness culture and everything like that, is we see a lot of like New Year's resolutions in January. We see a lot of people starting journeys and we see a lot of people talking about approaches and what they should do, da 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 da, da. And I feel like sometimes with January, there's a lot of pressure and this can lead to a lot of overwhelm. Now, I know from like past experience with with Januaries, I feel like we can come into the January 
and feel like we need to go like full steam ahead, but we need to go crazy with whatever our goals are. We need to dive headfirst in and we need to put like all of our energy into it. Now I do understand after some time of rest, a lot of us can feel that spur and maybe an element of motivation. Obviously we know motivation does fleet and it does change, but maybe we can feel that spark. We've had some rest, it's a new year. We can often feel that motivation, that excitement, which is absolutely okay. But what we want to make sure is that we're not falling into this trap of putting intense pressure on ourselves in January because this is going to be something that impacts our health and happiness. Now, I will tell you from experience, I have done this. There's been many Januaries that I've come into and I have done way too much, like way too much. I have gone way too hard on my goals and usually about like midway through January, I'm in a puddle of tears, I'm crying, I'm overwhelmed, I can't handle it, I'm so stressed, there's so much to do, I feel like I'm a failure and I'm struggling to be consistent. That is a true story, that is what has happened before, uh, yes, this isn't, that. Uh, yeah, I, I often cry a lot to be fair, but yes, this is what happened and the reason I'm saying this is upon reflection of those times, the reason I um, got to that point is because I just did too much. I was putting so much pressure on my goals, whether I was moving too much or I was restricting too much or I wasn't letting myself have downtime because I had this belief in my head that I needed to go full steam ahead in January. I had to go after my goals and hustle and grind. There's nothing wrong with moving towards your goals, with taking action with setting intention, with showing the fuck up to go achieve them. There is nothing wrong with doing that. But there is a fine line between showing the fuck up, getting things done, moving towards your goals, being empowered and burning yourself out and doing too much and putting too much pressure on yourself. And I feel like this is sometimes what we can do. We put so much pressure on January that it has to be this perfect month where we hit all of our goals and we do all of this and we you know quote unquote quote unquote set a good start to our journey but we also have to remember life is life <laughs> things aren't perfect um things are messy but I always say messy and imperfect action is still action we don't have to be perfect and that we don't have to put this intense pressure on ourselves in January and we can feel that because there might be people around you setting New Year's resolutions. Maybe there's people around you um, doing lots of extremes. Maybe there's people around you who are um, setting certain goals. Whatever's going off, I think sometimes, and I felt this before, we can compare ourselves a little bit in January. Oh, well, so-and-so is doing that, so I should, or so-and-so's gone on. Um, this was one for me. Once again, there is nothing wrong with working on physical health goals. This is something I do help some women, women with when it's an aligned decision for them. But I remember for me, there was one year where I didn't need to go into a deficit. I didn't really want to go into a deficit upon reflection, but I decided I had to because everybody else was. And I thought that I had to set a physique goal in order to have a successful year. Once again, there is nothing wrong with wanting to work on your, your physical health. Once again, like I say, I do support women with that if it's aligned to them. But what I'm saying here is we shouldn't compare what's best for us against other people and feel pressure to do certain things, to work on certain things, just because 
society or somebody else around us is saying we should or we're seeing them do it we we shouldn't compare that journey but instead own what's best for us and I actually had this conversation with my clients um yesterday it was that I was saying to her like I'm really proud of her because she took a bit of time to basically just acknowledge what was best for her in January and really take that time to check in with herself we went through some journal prompts we had some conversations and we did we understood what was most aligned and I was saying how proud I am because I feel like it can be very difficult time there's pressure and we're seeing other people doing stuff and we think we should do that or we've had these expectations upon us I think January a lot of people think that they have to go on this really intense quote-unquote health kick which is basically what I'm talking about today but the truth is we have to do what's best for us and we have to work on what is aligned to us for example some people that is not working on, for example, weight loss. For some people, it might just be nourishing health, working on food relationship. For some people, it might be working towards weight loss or a health, a physical health goal whilst working on the mindset. You know what I mean? It's so different for some people. It might literally just be going through January and looking after mental health. Do you know what I mean? It's so individual. And this is why we should not allow this pressure to impact us, but instead own what's right for us. I always talk about alignment and it's identifying what's aligned to you and owning that with confidence and knowing it's safe to do that. I'm not going on any like physical goal this year personally for me my January focus is to nourish my mind and my body and my soul and I've set intentions that allow me to do that for example my body I'm committing to a more movement but a variety of movement I want to move my body in more ways and appreciate my body through doing that nourishment um as well for my body I want to focus more on nourishment with food and really making food choices that nourish me, my skin, my health, my well-being and really stepping into that place more and bake, cook more and be more creative with things like that. For mind, it's looking like a very well-established, strong boundaries when it comes to my mindful practice and time for me. So that's just an example. And now some people might look at that and be like, oh, well, why have you not set a physical health goal? Or for example, uh, you're not working on your physique because right now it's honestly not allowing to me and I don't want to do that because that's just not me. And this is where there's no right or wrong, but in, instead it's checking in with what's best for you, but actually checking in what's best for you and not doing what you feel like you should do or what you, you know, most people do in January, but actually doing what is best for you and nobody else. That's like the first thing that I'd say, like really having that time to check in is gonna be so freaking important. And it's something that I wish I had done um, a few years back as well, because I used to just do what I thought I had to do what everybody else was doing and I'd go into January and set those goals or I'd go really crazy because of having time off etc and it was a very vicious cycle and this is why having that moment to check in with yourself is so freaking important the other thing that I think is really important to touch upon here as well when it's showing up to support your health and happiness is looking at how you're showing up I've also spoke about this a little bit recently and it's making sure that you're showing up from a place of nourishment, not from a place of punishment. I know, how freaking good did that sound? Not from a place of nourishment, from a place of nourishment, not from a place of punishment. I mean, I freaking loved that. But the reason I'm saying this, and it kind of links to what I've said, is 
with feeling that pressure in January, sometimes what we can kind of fall into the trap of, and I have done this as well, is over-exercising, maybe restricting food, maybe falling into um, some extremes, maybe neglecting our downtime because we feel that pressure that we have to, you know, go crazy and go all into our goals, um, whatever it might be. And obviously this mindset can be influenced by a variety of factors. It can come from external influences. So like the people around us, the conversations that we're being subject to. It can come from social media, which by the way, I definitely recommend having a social media detox this month. Uh, I did one, it's amazing because we don't wanna be having the energy that's not aligned to us on social media. Um, you know, it can come from like other things that we see people posting. It can just come from <clears throat> societal beliefs that we should go on these extreme health kicks in January, whatever it might be. We can then fall into these patterns. And I think sometimes we've, and I, this is coming from my own opinion, actually, and it's come from my own experience, is I feel like when we do these and we maybe end up over-exercising or restrict food or we go to do these extremes, we are often made to believe that these support our health and happiness. And I kind of think it's become a little bit, not so much now, but it has before a bit more normalised in society that, oh, we see so many people like promoting all of these things and it's like, oh, well, this is just normal and this is this is going to make me healthy and this is going to make me happy. And... The truth of the matter is that these extremes or doing something that's not aligned to you or, you know, just going a little bit too much into your goal straight away or feeling that pressure, that isn't going to support your health or happiness and it's going to move you away from that. <clears throat> so if we look at, for example, the restriction element, it's likely to impact your food relationship. Or if we look at over-exercising, that can also impact your relationship with exercise, relationship with your body, your energy levels. And when we fall into these um, extremes, it moves us away from our overall health. Once again, our health is about our physical health, mental health, emotional health, relationships, food, etc. Loads of different aspects to it. And from our happiness, and I'm talking from experience here, when we go a little bit too much in and we go a little bit too all in and we put so much pressure on ourselves, you will not be feeling happy in a few weeks. And that is coming from a loving place because I have been there. And this is basically when I was, remember when I said earlier, when I was in that puddle of tears crying, that because I wasn't happy, I was unfulfilled, I was drained and I was burned the fuck out from falling into these extremes. And this is just proof that it doesn't move us towards that happiness. And maybe you've felt that before. Maybe you've experienced that before. And maybe you feel like this is the only way to do it. I just want you to know, like, you can switch things around and move into that place of nourishment. But also as well, like following these um, extremes, it naturally impacts our consistency. It becomes so much harder to, to consistently show up, like I said earlier, because we might be neglecting rest or downtime we might then struggle to be consistent because we're not nourishing our energy levels. Also as well, if you come in and you try and do too much or put too much on your plate, consistency is going to be harder to achieve because the amount that you've set yourself to do probably isn't manageable. Once again, I have done this and I'll put my hands up to it. In fact, actually, <clears throat> this isn't like fitness related, but 
I've come like yesterday, so I'm like re recording this on the day it's been uploaded. So yesterday, like my first day, um, getting into more structure with work, because obviously having a little bit of time over Christmas, and I could have come in and gone absolutely freaking crazy and done loads and loads and loads, and I could have set that intention for January. But I know that that's not going to be productive because I'm not going to be consistent. I'm not going to show up with um, impact and authenticity and I'm not going to nourish me. And if I'm not nourished, then I can't support the people as well. So I've just come into this month showing up, but still holding my boundaries strong because that's going to be a key to being consistent and not putting too much on my plate, not doing unrealistic amounts. And I also spoke about this with one of my clients as well of being like, yes, let's show up. Yes, let's create routine. But let's also make sure that we're doing things that are manageable. We're doing manageable intentions per day. We're not making it too drastic. So I'd much rather you go for a steadier pace and be able to keep going and keep nourishing yourself for months and years and just keep it moving forward. Then come into January, put so much on your plate, think that you're nourishing yourself, but actually in a few weeks time, you feel that drained, that knackered and just not enjoying it, that you just think, what's the point? I don't want to do this no more because then we're not nourishing ourselves. So the key here, what we want to do is show up from a place of nourishment. Now, this does include <clears throat> making sure that you're setting manageable manageable amounts on your plate manageable amounts to do because that is nourishing too much is not nourishing it's overwhelming manageable amounts is nourishing because it allows you to consistently take the nourishing action which nourishes you and it allows you to keep doing that to nourish yourself for a long period of time so that's the first thing as well but also when you're setting your intentions or when you're showing up or when you're taking action First of all, ask yourself, is this going to nourish me now and in the long term? And remind yourself why you're doing it. So an example might be, let's say you're setting um, some movement goals. I know I mentioned mine earlier about moving my body a little bit more and in a variety of ways. Maybe ask yourself like, if you're going, oh, well, I need to go to do five workouts this week. Is this, is this going to nourish me? Is this going to be manageable? And then from that way, you can actually check in with what it's going to be. But also as well with nourishment as well, it supports you showing up. Because when you show up from a place of nourishment, you are going to be a lot more consistent because you're showing up because you know that action is going to support you in some way. You know that it's going to maybe energize you, make you feel good, boost you, be a form of self-kindness. Whereas if you're showing up from a place of punishment, it's going to be hard to keep this up because we're not doing it for us feeling good or to nourish our mind, our body. We're just doing it because we're basically being a dick to ourselves. Do you know what I mean? So the, the, the way that we show up is really important, which really links into what I was, what I noted to talk about as well, because I do like to go off in tangents, is to do the things which actually support you and showing up from a place of self-kindness and to show up from a place of love and respect, not hatred and punishment, because... What happens is if we're showing up, so we come into January and it's like, I'm setting these intentions and I'm showing up because I love myself. I respect myself. I want to nourish myself. I want to care for myself. You're going to find it so much easier to show up alongside setting manageable amounts because you're doing it from a place of nourishment and care. 
Whereas if you're going, I'm showing up because I hate myself, I need to punish myself, it's going to be so difficult to want to keep it up because it's not coming from a nourishing place. So no matter where you are in your journey right now, it doesn't mean you have to be at a place of self-love, by the way. Just be at a place of acceptance. Just accept where you are now accept what your intentions are, what your focuses are for 2023, whatever it might be, have that acceptance and I guarantee you showing up is going to be so much easier because you're going to show up from a place of, oh, I'm doing this because it's nourishing me, it's supporting me, it's helping me and that's really going to help with your consistency as well. So that's like the first thing. But on top of that as well, when it comes from showing up from a place of nourishment, please, please, please make sure that you're still having downtime and rest, like, do not neglect that, I think sometimes if we've had some downtime over, like, um, Christmas and stuff, we instantly think, oh, well, I need to make up for that, and I need to go do loads, but that's not the case, you are deserving of, of rest and downtime, and you are deserving of nourishing yourself in that way as well, because nourishment has many different elements to it, we have taking what we probably maybe call practical action or physical action, which might look like movement, it might look like doing your mindful practices, it might look like drinking water, things like that. We do that from a place of nourishment because we care about ourselves, we're showing up from a place of self-kindness and we know that doing that nourishes us. So for example, last night, I've set one of my intentions to have some time to do mindfulness in the evening. So last night, I was like, easily I probably could have gone do you know what? I'm not doing it but I was like no you set your intention to do your journaling do a card reading do some breath work and then you're going to go do you know chill out and stuff like that and I've set that as my intention and I did that from a place of self-kindness and nourishment also it might look like you're going to go do some exercise you're doing it from a place of nourishment but also having rest and downtime is still nourishment, so we don't want to neglect that, you putting your boundaries in place, looking after your sleep, having time to do the things that you love, having time to just recharge your batteries, they're also nourishing, because they're going to nourish you in that moment, you're showing kindness to yourself, but also you're showing kindness towards yourself, because you're not going to burn yourself out, because you're looking after yourself, and where a lot of people go wrong in January, and I'll do I've done this before, like putting my hands up to this one, is we come into January and we do so much and we don't have time to like have downtime or do things that we enjoy, that this is why we don't keep the journey on. Because we're, if we're looking at it from like a spiritual, not like spiritual, more of an energetic perspective, we're like too in our masculine energy. We're too into go and action and potential hustle and move forward that we're neglecting more of our feminine, so leaning back, um, a little bit more downtime, relaxing, ease, if we're neglecting that, we're then going to burn ourselves out and not want to keep going, not feel fulfilled, and if you don't feel fulfilled on your journey, you will not keep it up, I'll tell you that once again from experience, so this is why we have to find that balance between showing up from a place of nourishment, feeling more empowered by showing up, and taking that action, sometimes pushing ourselves to do it, having discipline from a place of self-love, but also then going, okay, I still need to make sure I have my rest, my downtime, my boundaries, doing things that I love, because that's also going to be key this month and for the rest of the months of the year to support my consistency, my fulfillment and my enjoyment. I need both. And this is where it's basically going against the mindset that we have been told that January is all about hustle, grind, go after your goals, basically encouraging burnout and going, actually, 
I am going to show up this month. I am going to get shit done. I am going to move towards where I want to be. I am going to take aligned action because I care about my goals and want to nourish myself. But in the same sentence, I'm still going to make sure that I have downtime and rest as well. Because when I combine those two, that's when I'm going to be successful. That's when I'm going to be consistent. And that is when I'm showing up from a place of self-kindness. And that is when I'm nourishing myself. And this like takes... um bit of time that we have to just really allow ourselves to flip our mindset around January. This is why reducing comparisons, social media detox, looking at the people around us, like all things like that massively play a part. But when you do that, I can tell you now your January will be so much more consistent and you're going to February feeling better and so on and so on and so on. So look at the intentions that you're putting on your plate and look at showing up from that nourishing place. What I probably would say is if you haven't already, understand your 2023 goals or your January focuses, what areas do you want to work on, break it down, set intentions that are aligned to you getting there. Like I said earlier, for example, with me, <clears throat> one of mine is to nourish my body, uh, my body more, so I'm doing, and my mind, which I'm doing through regular movement in a variety of ways, things like that. So what direct action can you take from that? Take that action from a place of nourishment and then also make sure that you're, one of your intentions is still looking after your downtime and rest to find that overall balance. Balance this I'm gonna yeah we're gonna go into this. Balance sometimes I feel like it's been a very wish wash uh topic and word within um society potentially and I think that we need to remember what balance actually is and having balance isn't just you going oh well I'm just gonna get sleep balance is also finding the balance that is best for you and your mind and your body and who you are because we're all individual beings and our balance is going to be very different to us but making sure as well that we are actually having downtime or doing things that we enjoy and we are actually seeking that balance and that we're not just going, yeah, I'm being balanced. Like we're actually doing it and it's more than just going, oh, well, I'm just going to have a rest day from workouts. It's more than just doing that. There's so much more into balance, looking at the things that you enjoy, making time to do those, making sure you're having mindful moments, you're actually having time to recharge, doing the things that allow you to do that. That's also really important. So the big takeaway from here is find that balance and show up from that place of nourishment, both taking the action to move you towards your, your focuses and your areas that you wanna work on, and also taking action from a place of having downtime rest, establishing those boundaries and holding strong with them to then support your long-term success, your health and your happiness. Because I tell you one thing, you'll be a lot healthier when you achieve that balance and you'll be a lot freaking happier. And that is gonna be really important for January. So I do hope that that conversation has supported you. I think it's a very important thing to talk about, especially at the beginning of a new year um, and to just really hold strong with what's best for you and knowing that it's safe to do that. If you are listening to this and you're like, Becca McQueen, you're talking to my freaking soul right now with nourishment, then the fabulous news is that there are still a few days to join Strong in 8. Strong in 8's had a massive freaking revamp this time around and it's better than ever. It's changed a lot, but for the better, as we all know, we evolve and we grow and Strong in 8 is now the best it's ever been, giving you everything that you need to nourish you. So what it is about is helping you 
reach your health goals, whatever they might be, if they're like physical health goals, um, weight loss, whatever might be, reaching your health goals in a way that is nurturing your food relationship, your relationship with exercise and your relationship with your body. We are all about breaking free from shitty toxic diet culture and fitness culture, moving away from that really toxic space, like I've just spoke about extremes, neglecting your health, neglecting your happiness, doing too much, overdoing things, feeling burnt out, moving away from that very... um icky extreme place and moving into a place of balance of nourishment of actual health and happiness and making you feel good along the journey is all about doing the inner work so unlearning these beliefs towards our health unlearning unaligned um, behaviors around food and mindsets around food like really doing that inner work and doing that outer work behavior change, setting routines, establishing habits, showing up from a place of nourishment and compassion. And that is the vibe. Honestly, it's better than ever before. The support is better, the knowledge, there's so much in there. And I honestly cannot wait. And it's going to teach you everything that you need, even more like really in depth. And if you relate to this podcast, then strong in it is for you. It's the place to be, it's the community to be, and it's going to give you everything you need to go from showing up from a place of nourishment, uh, showing up from a place of punishment and extremes, and moving into a place of nourishment and balance, so you can be successful with your goals this year, so you have the right mindset to be successful with your goals this year, so you have the right routines to be successful this year, and so you can actually nourish your health and your happiness, and move into that place that you want where you achieve balance you see progress that you desire and you feel a lot happier that is the vibe I cannot freaking wait so many of you incredible women have joined and I'm literally so excited we officially start on Monday so not long now if you do want to jump on in and you're feeling the pull and you're feeling called to this I encourage you to come join us I honestly mean it you will not regret this it's going to be so powerful, so transformational, and I truly cannot wait to jump in. If you want to find out more, or if you're like Becca, get me the fucking now. The link is in the uh, show notes. If you just go on there, you can join and grab your space, or you can drop me a DM over on Instagram. I'm more than happy to chat with you to see if Strong and A is right for you, answer any questions that you've got. So don't hesitate to head over to my Instagram as well. And I cannot wait to see more of you in there. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Payment plans are available as well. So you can pay in installments and you can learn more um, in the link as well. But it's going to be absolutely freaking amazing cannot wait to make January um, and the rest of this year all about nourishment and balance and health and happiness and really moving into a routine and a place and a mindset that makes you feel really freaking good so I will see whoever joins on there I'm super super grateful for everybody who's already joined it's gonna be freaking amazing cannot wait for stronger name um so message me any questions that you've got and come jump on in if you're feeling the pull because I'd love to see you in there and on that note I just want to say a massive massive thank you for joining me this week I cannot wait for all of the podcasts that we do this year and all of the exciting conversations that we have have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll speak to you all in the next episode.